0: This is the Protestant Libertarian Podcast, a project of the Libertarian Christian Institute and part of the Christians for Liberty Network. I really hope that you guys enjoy today's show. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Protestant Libertarian Podcast. I got a short one for you today, but I wanted to talk about a very important issue. So, as you all know, earlier in this year, my podcast became a part of the Christians for Liberty Network, which is hosted by the Libertarian Christian Institute. And I wanted to talk today about some of the really good work that LCI does and about how you can support our organization and about some of the other content that we offer. Because I know that there are some of you guys that have been listening to this show since before I joined LCI and have probably never had had an opportunity to check it out. I think LCI is doing some really great work. And so I just wanted to give you guys an opportunity to uh, to learn a little bit more about it today. So this won't be very long. Uh, and I'm going to put links to our website and uh, where you guys can go to find out more about the work that we do and donate and support all of our great podcast and all of our great content. Again, it's not just podcast. I write articles. We have other people that write articles. There's all kinds of good stuff that's being published on the Libertarian Christian Institute every day. And I hope that you guys can go and enjoy some of that content. So the mission and vision statement of the Libertarian Christian Institute is this, and I think it's a very good one. It says, the Libertarian Christian Institute has five core values that we believe every Christian libertarian should feel confident affirming, even if those individuals express these values with their own nuance. Our aim is not to comprehensively spell out everything Christian libertarians must believe, but provide a central set of tenets that we can all start from, regardless of our differences in denomination or theological inclinations. And as we'll see at the end of the show when I go over some of the other podcasts, not all of us come from the same theological background. In fact, like most of us don't come from the same theological background. And so there's a lot of diversity here, which is great. So Christians from all kinds of different traditions can come to the Libertarian Institute and find content that is going to fit their theological worldview. And we're all being ecumenical in our pursuit of Christian libertarianism. So uh, there are five core values of the Libertarian Christian Institute. I think that they're all very important. I think that for those of you guys that are listening to the show, these are not going to be things that are going to be very controversial to you. I think that a lot of you guys... Guys will agree with these statements here. Uh, and again, one of the reasons why I made the decision to join LCI is because I believe in their core values, and I think that we are much stronger together than we are separately. So these core values are really great, and I'm going to give them to you. So the first of the five core values that Libertarian Christian Institute has outlined is this. It says, Christian political philosophy should be informed by holistic view of scripture, reason, and historical theology. And the explanation is, a comprehensive view of the Biblical narrative indicates that the church's proclamation of Jesus's lordship is not a mere personal statement of allegiance. It is also an anti-imperial declaration, that the way of peace comes through Christ's countercultural kingdom of love and service. Followers of Christ are called to be a prophetic voice against the powers of domination and violence. The state, the monopolized institution of force and society, is never to be confused with the kingdom of God, and when the power of the state grows, the rightful influence of churches, families, and local communities is diminished. Again, something that's been fundamental to my show is the idea that the church is supposed to be supra-political or beyond politics, and when we identify too closely with political orders of our day, we compromise our witness as Christians. Completely uh, love the way that that is outlined there. Our core value too is a free and civil society depends upon respect for the non-aggression principle. The ethics modeled by Christ in the early church Calls us to change the world and build the kingdom of God through service rather than force, through persuasion rather than coercion. The use of political force to compel ethical behavior cannot change hearts and only antagonizes our struggle against sin, death, and evil. Christians must call for repentance from sin and humility and never with violence. As such, a consistently Christian ethic always embodies non aggression. Easy enough. Core value number three individual liberty and the common good are not at odds. As God is intrinsically relational within the Trinity, so also human beings are created to live in community. Sin has marred the communal relationships for which we were created by pitting individuals against God, against one another, and against the earth for which we are called to be wise stewards. Affirming the dignity, worth, and rights of the individual as an image bearer of God is a first step towards restoring authentic Christ-centered community among diverse individuals. Because society is comprised of individuals, a healthy society requires healthy individuals. Through voluntary cooperation and respect for freedom, people can join together to trade, innovate, create, collaborate, share, and build a world that simultaneously respects the individual and betters our neighbors. What a great vision of libertarianism. It's the idea that we work together cooperatively instead of using force to dominate and oppress each other. I can't think of a more Christian way of thinking about uh, uh, thinking about social relationships there. Core value number four, social institutions matter for human flourishing. Humans are created to be social beings, and God's design is that we work together to develop institutions which promote human flourishing, insofar as these institutions are voluntary, peaceful, and non-coercive. Human beings possess the God given capacity to solve the worst of problems in the best of ways. Social institutions founded upon mutual cooperation, such as marriage, family, church, organizations, and businesses, are vital for authentic humanity. Again, we believe in the power of relationships, and I, I, I like that. Uh, I like that statement there. Core value number five: Christian theology affirms the essential tenets of free market economics, respect for private property, voluntary exchange, condemnation of theft, and the value of cooperation and service towards achieving common goals. Flows naturally from Christian thought and habit. This is what defines capitalism in the libertarian view. Wealth is a tool given by God, and all who possess such wealth are expected to utilize it for God's kingdom and the good of our neighbor. Taxation and regulation tend to to destroy wealth, discourage innovation, and centralize power, and therefore hamper our ability to fulfill the calling of God. Where free markets are allowed to flourish, human beings will prosper both materially and spiritually. Additionally, Christian ethics help equip our economies for service towards God and Neighbor, very good. Now, these are the the five core values of the Libertarian Christian Institute. These are things that I think that every Christian who is uh, libertarian or libertarian adjacent can agree on. There is a frequently asked questions section after this, so if you want to go to our website and get even more information about our five core values, you are absolutely able to do that. Now, as I said before, we have these five core values, and all of the content of the Libertarian Christian Institute is oriented around these values. So one of the things that you will see is that if you go to our website, we publish articles, not just from LCI members, but from people all over the internet. In fact, that's how I came into contact with the Libertarian Christian Institute. I guest wrote an article and then Doug, the CEO, found my podcast and liked it and asked me to join. Uh, So there are all kinds of articles that deal with uh, relevant theological and philosophical and contemporary issues. So if you want good background information or you want more uh, ways of thinking about how libertarian Christianity works, you can go and check out all of those great articles, and we publish them on a regular basis. We also have a really great podcast network that includes a lot of very diverse podcasts. We have, of course, the Libertarian Christian Podcast, which is kind of like our flagship podcast, which is run by um, our CEO, Doug Stewart. We have the Reformed Libertarians Podcast, which is all about libertarianism from a reformed perspective, and that is with Carrie Baldwin and Greg Bouse, a really great stuff, a lot of, a very dense, uh, very rich, and I, I, I've enjoyed listening to all of their episodes. You you have the Biblical Anarchy podcast with Jacob Winograd. He deals with a whole host of issues, theological, um, practical, and he's very involved in the Libertarian Party. And so he has a lot of great insights into how uh, libertarian politics works on his show. Highly recommend that. You have the Faith Ventures podcast, which is one uh, that is being produced by. uh, by the founder, Norman Horn, of the Libertarian Christian Institute, where he interviews successful Christian businessmen and women and talks about what it is like to be a Christian in business. Uh, You have Good News, Bad News with Matthew Bellis. Sometimes it's released as a podcast. Usually it is released as a a, a video on YouTube, always dealing with very good contemporary issues in a a funny and insightful way. You have the Faith Seeking Freedom podcast, which is a podcast that looks at very complicated issues related to Christian liberty. Libertarianism. The episodes are very short, and on each episode, uh, the the people that appear on that podcast deal with one issue in particular and give you an explanation of a particularly difficult issue. And then you have the Godarchy podcast with Mike Meharry, uh, which is no longer uh, in operation, but we have his entire back catalog, a lot of really great content there. And then, of course, you have the Protestant Libertarian podcast, which is the one that you're listening to right now. So we have all of these great podcasts you can go and check out over at the Libertarian Christian Institute. Now, if you go to LCI's website, there's there's a giant red button in the top right corner that says "Donate," uh, and you can click on that if you would like to donate. Now, there are two ways to donate to Libertarian Christian Institute. The first is to become a Libertarian Christian Insider, uh, and this is you offering a monthly contribution to LCI, and that monthly monthly contribution is going to come with lots of gifts and perks and bonuses that uh, you don't get if you're an, if you're not an insider. So, if you want more of the, if you want some uh, some free stuff to come along with your donation, and if you want to be in the Know about everything that's happening with LCI. Become an insider today. I highly recommend it. There are uh, you can give at whatever rate you want, um, and uh, and there are different incentives that come with giving at certain levels. Or if you just want to give a one time donation to LCI because you believe in what we're doing and you want to throw us a few dollars, you can just donate right now. And uh, you know if you donate to LCI and uh, you have only heard about LCI from my show, let them know that. Uh, let them know that I sent you. Always good for me uh, to to get that that representation there. You can also sign up for our our newsletter. And of course, there are resources to contact us. You know, all my contact information. If you have any more questions about the Libertarian Christian Institute and the work that we do, you can contact one of the many great people that are involved, or you can contact me directly. So, uh, you know, we uh, are towards the end of the year. Fundraising is always a big issue, especially since we're in a recession, because the government printed $5 trillion over the last three and a half years. So any anything that you can give us to help us out, we'd be greatly appreciative of that your donations help great podcasts like the Protestant Libertarian podcast continue to operate. I'm not becoming rich on this show, but it does help put a little bit of food on the, the table for my family by donating to LCI. So if you could you could do that, that would be absolutely incredible. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for listening and supporting the show. It's hard to believe that this is episode 94 of the Protestant Libertarian Podcast. We're going to make it to 100 sometime in in, uh, in late January, or early February. Again, very thankful, very grateful for everything that you guys have done for the show and for all the support that you've shown me over the last year and a half and for all the support that you've shown the Libertarian Christian Institute, go today, check it out, sign up. I know you're going to love it. Thank you guys. And we will be back on Tuesday for a brand new full episode of the Protestant Libertarian podcast. I'll see you guys then. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Protestant Libertarian podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me at the Protestant at gmail.com. You can also find me on twitter you can follow me at the handle at pro liberty pod again that is at pro liberty pod and you can also visit me at the protestant libertarian podcast.com. at the protestant libertarian podcast.com you can also support the christians for liberty network and the libertarian christian institute thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and we will see you next tuesday